You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. No, 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 no one, no one, no one gives you fatties like Skippy and Fish. Show me the money. Let's, let's get it rolling. BetQL picking fatties. Hey, what's up? Welcome back. It's BetQL picking fatties, sports betting daily podcast. Thanks for joining us. It is Sunday. Happy Sunday morning, August twenty eighth, twenty twenty two. Bish and Skippy. I remember keep those downloads up. You can tweet us at picking fatties. Week zero is in the book. Skip. Uh, nothing too earth-shattering besides the fact that Nebraska's defense was pathetic um, and their coaching was even worse, I thought. But um, what jumped out at you? Well, he's going to be gone. It's just yeah. a matter of when he's going to be gone. I mean, I must, have seen yeah. 30, I must have seen 30 times on social media he might be left in Ireland, which we joked about two weeks ago. Mm. Uh, you really can't lose that game. A lot of people blame it on the uh, onside kick, which I have no idea why you, first of all, it was, if you're going to do an onside kick, you should have it so dialed in with your kicker. If, if you watch the replay, he did such a bad fake job of it. Like you knew that he was going to on. And I'm yeah. not sure they would do it in week zero when you're up. And then the kick was so bad. The guy jumped in. If, it, actually, if he had just run and caught it out of, you know, and just kept going and not for, he would have scored. He went right through the, so it was a horrible play. It's horrible coaching. And it's it now, if they get that and they win the game, he's hailed a hero, but I don't know why in week zero, when you just went down the field twice and they've been a little bit, they were stalled on offense for a couple possessions. You would even contemplate doing that. So he's gone. I don't think they'll do it in the middle because then you're kind of throwing the season away, but at the end of the year, unless a miracle happens, they're going to be, awful again on defense. The transfers that they brought in, they looked slow. They got dominated because Northwestern's running backs are not fast. They look like they're running in quicksand half the time. They're not mm-hmm. quick. They're not super quick and fast. And they couldn't stop them. And they made Helensky look like he's going to be in the College Football Hall of Fame. So, Well, yeah, I mean, a couple of things, um, you know, kind of just to echo what you just said, the defensive – front for Nebraska was non-existent. They couldn't get any pressure on Helensky. Helensky sat back there and did whatever he wanted, and they refused to blitz. They didn't bring any extras, so Helensky could sit there and pop to anybody he wanted, and they ran for – those two backs ran for a couple hundred yards total. I mean, they had 200-yard backs, basically. Oh, I think they must have had 500 total yards on Nebraska's defense. Northwestern, 500 total yards. They, they so. had five, that 528. Okay. So, so yeah, I mean, they just, Nebraska was just awful. And then Casey Thompson looked great in the first two quarters, maybe two and a half. And then he looked like a backup with those two awful picks. So yeah. What I, what I didn't understand, and I, I never actually understand this with coaches and they all do it. Not all of them, but most of them do it, which is why most of them are losers. 
the first drive, did you see the pace that Nebraska played with the first couple up and down, up and down, quick, 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 quick. Why do you stop doing that? What, 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 what's the point of you not doing that when Northwestern clearly couldn't keep up? Nebraska was faster than Northwestern. Their offense was faster than the defense for Northwestern. Why did you stop doing that though? Why, why does he do well, those? I, I felt like he, he kept the pace up for the first half, but then he slowed it down in the second half. Why I don't know. Maybe, do maybe his guys got gassed. I have no idea. Well, then that's on him because when you're preparing for one game in Ireland, don't get tired. Guys, we're going to keep the gas on the pedal the entire game because we're faster than they are and they couldn't stop them. And he did for the first two drives. He slowed it up a little bit as they got closer to half. And and then, like you say, in the third quarter, they but, – but I don't understand why coaches just don't – or at least keep them off balance with it where for half the drive, I mean, you're going at warp speed and then maybe you slow – I just – I didn't like that. And then again, I, I said to myself late in the, I, I guess it was after Northwestern. I, actually, it was in the first half when they did something in Nebraska had a turnover. And I said, I, I just feel like Northwestern's going to somehow win this game. You could just smell you it. Were, you were right. <laughs> but 28-17 and, you know, you, you got the ball, you've got the momentum trying to kind of put the game away to try that onside kick. I mean, Dumb. Even if if you don't have confidence in your defense to stop those two backs, and Hull went for a buck nineteen, and the other kid went for, I don't know, ninety something. But still, you still got to give your defense a chance. Maybe you get a turnover. Maybe you get a you know a fumble deep in the uh, Northwestern's territory. You can't give them the ball at midfield. It was just stupid. Nah, it's, it's, it was it, lunacy, is what it was. It, it's a really bad, bad. It was a bad idea, and it was a it was a worse the execution was worse than the idea. And that's why I wouldn't do those things the first week in college, unless you've, again, unless you've practiced it to the point where your kicker is cash money with that. You mm-hmm. just, there was no value in that. But other than that, I was a little surprised at Utah state. They struggled early. Connecticut yep. definitely going to be better than people thought. Hawaii will be worse than people think they're just going to be just awful. Cause let's not think Vandy's, Vandy's still Vandy. When's the last they time they beat someone by 53? I've I mean, never I seen it. I haven't I've seen it. Seen. But Dougie Poo, edgy smedgy, he liked it, and he hit on his big play. Vandy he hit on his big points. play, and he hit the money line on, which in the podcast in the first three minutes, because we always do a dog of the week that might win outright, mm-hmm. or at least will cover, and he thought Northwestern, Northwestern was the dog of the week, but he thought they could win outright. But unfortunately, yeah, but now he's trying to make videos. And I told him no one gives a fuck about your videos. So quit making them because people are going to start to hate you even more. So stop. Anyway, but Vandy, I didn't see much of that game because it was, you know, obviously on at 1030 here. But I saw the first couple series and the Shager. I mean, they just they did whatever they wanted. I mean, Hawaii had a couple turnovers. Um, The kid from. Vandy, Mike Wright, he ran for like 170 yards. But you're right, Hawaii is going to be bad. Oh, Hawaii, Hawaii lost a lot. They lost a lot of guys to transfers. And uh, it's going to take a while for Timmy Chang to get that program back to where he wants it. I think the kid who came from, I believe he came from Pitt. The, he came in after the game was kind of out of hand, came in in the second half. He'll probably end up being their starter, but... The problem for them was that they they couldn't they couldn't stop you know when you get behind that far they're starting to throw it but they couldn't 
hold up against Vandy's defensive line, did whatever it wanted. And I mean, they ran for Vandy ran for 400 yards. Well, they did, but you're going to see Hawaii get absolutely blitzkrieged at times this year. They're just, it's in a transition. That's where they, they have, how about this? They have 51 or 52, which I've never heard of new players on the team. That's like having a new program. That's That's like like, a whole new roster. It's a whole new roster. It's almost like they were in division two last year and now they're in division one. I mean, I've never heard of it. So, uh, other than that, I mean, you I think favorites went seven and four. I'm pretty sure uh, that your chalk went seven and four against the number. Yeah, I'm trying. Western to think Kentucky about. not very uh, appealing. No, I was very surprised. I thought they would roll up about 55 on App State, but Austin Reed he finally looked, started to look okay in the second half, but they obviously didn't cover. Um, we already talked about Nebraska Northwestern. UNLV won big. But they're playing Idaho State. UConn, like you said, will be better. Obviously, better coach. Logan Bonner struggled in the first quarter. Then he finally put it together for Utah State, but they didn't cover. So that tease was done either way. Illinois pummeled Wyoming. And um, I didn't watch much of this game, but obviously the final score tells you that. It also went it went over the total. Which By what? By I, like which, a two points or something? A point? Yeah, a, couple, a couple points, but you and I talked about it, and I was I would have leaned – had this been week two or three of it, I would, you know, I, I usually give more plays because I only gave two plays yesterday. I gave UTEP, which they were up early. They scored first. There was a there was a, a delay. There was a thunderstorm that came through, and I don't. I, that's not an excuse. Right. They got, I saw that. Yep. It was a low scoring, nothing in the first quarter, and then uh, it was seven nothing UTEP. And after that score, North Texas. Uh, Austin, what is it? Austin, whatever, however you say it. Oni or Oni, yeah. Oni, whatever. He dominated them. He killed them. The kid for UTEP, the kid for UTEP couldn't do squat. Um, And then I picked the over 54 in the Hawaii game on, I gave that out. And then, uh, so I went one and one and nothing. I just, I was just looking like Florida State. If you watch some of that game, kind of pummeled Duquesne, but that's to be expected. North Carolina gave up more points than I thought they should have to Florida A&M considering they were down 22 guys. Mm-hmm. The kid may, the kid may look okay, but you can't judge against A&M. Right. So now let's wait till he gets it. Let's wait till he gets in the ACC schedule and then we'll, well and now choice. we're here Thursday. Now but it's real Thursday. We've got a bevy of games. I don't know. There's about 20 games. There's a lot of games for a th- You know, usually there's like six or seven on a Thursday this year. There's like 20. There's like 20. I know. And then uh, Friday on September 2nd, you've got Friday Night Lights down at ODU. The Hokies are playing Old Dominion. That's a 7 o'clock game. Huge game um, for them. Yeah, big game. Out. Obviously, Brent Pry's first game as head coach of Virginia Tech. Are you so going got, to that game? No, nah, I'm just going to sit. I looked at some hotels, but they were just too expensive. How far is ODU from you? Three hours? Yeah, it's down in Norfolk. That's, so it's yeah, that's, that's not exciting. No. So I, I'm not going to, I'll just sit here and, and bet and watch games all weekend. And I'm sure we'll, you know, we're obviously going to be doing the show Saturday. You've got a wow. great schedule, great the schedule, the best. And then Labor Day Sunday, you've got Florida state at LSU. It'd be interesting to watch. And then Monday you got Clemson, and Georgia tech. So you're right. We are here, my friend. And all this week we'll be touching on a lot of these games. We might even have a guest, uh, try and get a guest on to, to give us some, uh, insight on their, their, uh, their opinions on the schedule. So it'll be a, it'll be a big week. No doubt. Big week. It'll be a big week. I I decided yesterday just because 
it's just hard now that football is here for me to even get into. I'll let you make the baseball picks and right. I will just start to, cause I'll have a pick in football probably tomorrow, like one for Thursday night that I'll give. And then I'll just start slowly doing that for the rest of the year. Cause then you got the NFL. I'm, I'm just done being baseball. Like you will transition to that for a second yesterday. <clears throat> I think you went one and two. Yeah, hey, I mean, look, baseball, when you're given multiple plays every single day, you're going to have weeks like this. And that's it's just one of those bad weeks. Alcantara, Alcant- he, he shut the Dodgers Alcantara down. Alcantara shut him down. Yep. He's, shut him down. He, he obviously is, you know, I'll tell you I, who's I, impressing I thought the me. Dodgers, I thought the Dodgers would win the game. I didn't think it would be a high scoring game, like I said, but I I thought they would win the game. But Alcantara is the best pitcher in the National League. I mean, he's better than. In my opinion, he's better than Scherzer. He's better than Degrom. He's better than Verlander in, in the uh, American League. He's—I think—he's the best pitcher in baseball. So, and he showed it because that lineup is legit that he beat. Oh yeah, and how about the Orioles? That's that's surprising, man. You go yeah. in—it's a good Houston team. They play well at home. They have a very good home record, or at least lately they've played well at home. And you go in and you take the first two and you really shut that offense down. I mean, they've scored one run in two games. Yeah, I know. Very baseball is just it's are they in, I know they're in the mix, but are they in the mix now? Like still what do you not? Mean? They're not in, they're not one of the three wild cards. They're still, they're game, still and a half back. game they're and a half. They're game and a half back. They've won three straight and they're still a game and a half back of Seattle. So it's that's how difficult it is to make up games yeah. when you're chasing three different teams. And they're not playing any of, you know, I don't know if they play Seattle again. Um, uh, I would doubt it. but I can't They'll get Tampa that. again, though. They'll get Tampa again, for sure. Uh, I'll tell you right now. Well, they play, obviously, today at 2 o'clock to round out that series. And their next few series are Cleveland and Cleveland, and then Oakland, Oakland and Toronto come to Camden Yards, then Boston comes, and then they got to go to the Nats for a two-game series. Um, they don't have, t- they don't have Tampa the rest of the way. See, that's hard. That, that sucks for them because, but they got Toronto about nine, 12 times, maybe 13 times. Maybe that's, they got Toronto that's gonna, a bunch. that'll be the, that's their season. Now that we, you say that the way you break that down, 13 games against Toronto, you trail them. How many are they behind Toronto? Two and a half. Um, behind Toronto, they're currently, no, they're one and a half back of okay. Toronto and Seattle are tied right now. And they're one and a half back. So they're game. So and that's half. that's, that's what it is right there. there there's your season. Right? 13 games against Toronto to decide, is it you or Toronto? Cause there's no other, that's a, that's a shit ton of games against one team. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't matter where you play them. You have to beat them. And if you take care of business against Toronto, if you go eight and five against Toronto, you're, and you, because that's how many games they can't even have that many games left. Probably thirty-five total, thirty-two. They have exactly thirty. Uh, thirty-six, I think. They still have thirty-six. All right, so a third Something of their like games that, yeah. almost are against Toronto. So, yeah, good for them though. Well, um, in the National League, the Braves blew a one-run lead the ninth. Kenley Jansen got the loss. He walked in the winning run. He walked in Goldschmidt last night. They had a five-four lead. Bottom nine, he blew it. They lose six five. But they're don't trust him. By the way, don't trust him in the playoffs. I'm gonna he tell could you that not right throw now. strikes. He could not throw strikes. Um, could but be the Braves. Braves are three back of the Mets. Mets won. Phillies still stay hot. They're six in a row, and um, obviously Harper's back in the lineup. Tell you and what, that team is hitting the shit out of the ball. 
They really are. They really are. I know it flip-flops in the baseball. We'll say, hey, the Cardinals are. But Phillies, even before Harper came back, mm-hmm. that lineup, and I was kind of, where are they exactly in the mix, the Phillies? They they got a stranglehold on the second wild card. They so they're in. They're, oh, they're going to be in. Yeah. Between you and I, that could be. That's not a team out of out of in the National League. Out of all the teams, I know you say you don't want to play the Mets. You know, Phillies are a team right now. You might not want to play. I don't know if their pitching will hold up, but they're hitting the ball pretty much consistently. They got three or four guys that can rake it. I'm just saying they probably wouldn't beat the Mets. Who knows? They probably wouldn't beat. But I'm just. If, baseball's funky i wouldn't want to play them i wouldn't want to play them now that's for sure because they're they've been white hot for about i don't know four or five weeks but schwarber hoskins uh, harper rio muto castellanos um you know segura at the bottom of the line they got bats man and you're right i, I wouldn't want to play them right now they're gibson pitched great yesterday so we'll see uh padres have won a couple in a, in a, in a row so they are back in um you know comfortable position that third wild card and Soto's now back in the lineup had a couple hits uh, how about the Yankees one hit in 11 innings yesterday in Oakland wow did they lose again they lost again yeah so I saw them go up how about this they were up two nothing one the- hit against Oakland in 11 innings I mean how many they- at bats is that that's 30 some at bats I think but Bob- I think they went up in the 10th two nothing and then they gave up two it was zero zero and i'm just i was like there i would not i would not want to be boone i just wouldn't they're just not i mean i guess anything can happen in the play i just feel like they're gonna go in play a team like the guardians and just be finito early just be finito yeah i don't mean they're just not hitting the ball and it's been it hasn't been a dry spell for a couple weeks it's been you know a good month and a half i told you they're the first team ever that had a winning, just that whatever it was, 70% winning percentage in the first 60 or 70 or 80 games, whatever it was, to have a losing record in their next seven. I mean, it's never happened in MLB. But this has been going on now, like you said, for six, eight weeks. That's crazy. I know, and I can't can't figure it out. Um, But I'm off of them. I had them a couple nights ago. I'm off of them. Um, Real quick, again, the, the streak continues for the Nats. With their starting pitcher still not getting a win, I think it's up to about 43 or 44 consecutive games, major league record. They lost 6-2 yesterday to the Reds, but um, a couple that'll never happen. That'll never be broken. Probably not. A couple nights ago, Cade Cavalli, who's their top pitching prospect, pitched on Friday night against the Reds. He got shelled, gave up seven runs in four innings. Today, Corbin goes. <laughs> so oh, probably Jesus. it's probably going to continue. It's just an incredible streak, and their record now is forty-two and eighty-five. I just don't think they're getting the fifty-two wins. You know what's nuts when you say that? Like <clears throat> these are made. These aren't. This isn't high school, or this isn't minors, or this isn't. These are major leaguers. So what that means is, like even even today with Corbin, is there just not a chance he can go out and say, "All right, this is my fucking day, man." They're not going to hit me. I'm going to give up a couple, but we're going to score five, and they're going to leave me in. Right. He pitches six innings, and he gets the win. Right. The bullpen saves it. Right. How about leave him in, coach, at this point, manager? Leave him in. Get a win. I mean, you're you're setting a record that's never going to – I mean, that's just – I've never – I can't believe it. That's mind-boggling when you think about it. It really is. (laughs) I mean, even last year when the Orioles and the D-backs were so bad, 52 wins each. Right. Think about that. 52 
and what's that, 52 and 110? Oh. All right, 110 losses. They didn't have that record. They still and, had starting pitchers go out there and get a win every now and then, but it's how not about that? The how about the Orioles last year go 52 wins, and this year, as of the other day, they were 82 and 42 on the run line, the hottest team in baseball history. Like you're just at, you're rich if you've just decided I'm just going to roll with them this year. You're actually loaded. You're retired. Ravens, by the way, win their 23rd. Yep. Great preseason game didn't cover, but win, which means that is another record. That means that someone would have to win for eight straight seasons and possibly go into their ninth without ever losing, which is nuts. I will say Sam Howell. I watched most of this game. Sam Howell, even though he's going against a bunch of threes and fours, I get it, but he Good. was he was good. Yeah, he looked. I mean, he was sacked a bunch, but he ran for sixty yards. He had a fourth and six late um, to try and get them into field goal territory to possibly win it, and he underthrew it, or you know, the receiver wasn't even looking at him. But yeah, he was he was impressive. If but again, he was he's a number it, three guy. I get it. But you called. You said this. You'll be you'll be one hundred percent correct on what you said two or three weeks ago. You'll you'll get. It's like you called the future on this one. If the Redskins lose to Jacksonville somehow, mm-hmm. they go 0-1 and, and Wentzy Poo doesn't look good and he looks awful, it'll start immediately after week one if he doesn't look good. Gives oh, him bring bring Howell in. Oh bring yeah. Howell in, bring this, bring yeah, because he's you know, it happens every year. A guy looks good in preseason, and then if the and don't let the Redskins somehow start two and two or two and three, because then forget about it. So the Cardinals lost to the Titans. Trace uh, started the game again. He started all three of these games in the preseason. He went seven for seven on the first drive. They went down and scored. Um, they had a rushing touchdown. I can't remember who it was, but they went down and scored, took a 7 nothing lead, and then he just kind of fizzled out, went one for 11 the, um, mm. the next 12. Jeez. And he was, he was just okay, just wasn't consistent enough. And then Guarantano came in. Went seven for for fourteen through a touchdown. Cutdown day is Tuesday at four o'clock. We'll find out. He still feels good about making the team. He's he was team captain yesterday for for the game, uh, but we'll find out on Tuesday at four o'clock. Wow! Hope he makes it. Oh yeah, Malik Willis fifteen for twenty three through a touchdown and a pick. Also ran for eighty yards. He's looked way better than I gave, but again, it's preseason. If he looked good during the regular season, because there's another one. If if the Titans start to struggle, because people love him there, they'll you'll see. Tan, uh, oh yeah. Bye bye, Tannehill. Bye bye, Tannehill. Hey, real quick, WNBA. I think those semifinals start tonight. Probably today. with probably with the Aces in the. I think I heard Aces in the Storm play today. I think yeah. both of them do. In fact, uh, here it is. Seattle and the Aces, game one, four o'clock. Aces lay five and a half. Tonight, Connecticut, Chicago, eight o'clock. Chicago lays four. Totals in those games, 170 mm-hmm. and 165 and a half. Those so, are hot. Um, all right. So, uh, of course, this Picks. week will be Pick. – yeah, This week will be uh, just honing in on, on week one because there's, well, there's yeah. so much to talk I mean, about. Tomorrow we'll start break. I'll have just like I did on the North Texas UTEP and the Wyoming Illinois, which came to pass. But and we didn't touch on that. We'll talk about that one too. How bad Wyoming's going to be this year offensively? They did not look good at all. Their quarterback. Mm. But I'll break down some of those games and give some good nuggets on those. So you're you're the pick man today. 
All right. I don't really love the card. I'm, I only have two plays for you. Um, Good. Winner. And I'm going to go Seattle Mariners at 410 over Cleveland. Uh, run Robbie Ray pitching for Seattle. Run line plus 145 against Savali. And um, I'll take Mariners at home with their best pitcher. Well, one of their best pitchers laying a run and a half at that value plus 145. And you know what? Fuck it. I'll take the Orioles plus 210 against Verlander today. Probably loser, but and it's obviously tough to sweep the Astros in Houston, but they've been dominating them, and Houston can't hit right now. But I'll go Austin Voth plus 210 against the uh, Astros today. So I got two I plays. Love it. Two plays from you, nothing from me today. Tomorrow I'll start, like I said, we'll get in and I'll start giving some football fatty. Still having a good football year. Yesterday we go in football. One and two, you and I go one and two. Yeah, it is what it is, man. What are you gonna do? Yeah. No, I'm just trying to keep track you're, with you're just trying to fit you're just trying to figure out these teams after week zero, and we got a good vibe on a few of them. Right. Uh exactly. we'll have do a weekend this weekend in football. So back tomorrow, uh, and we will be live tomorrow. So we'll see you tomorrow. Hey. What's up? It's Skippy. You've been listening to BetQL Picking Fatties. If you like what you hear from Bish and myself, make sure you subscribe. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Odyssey, anywhere you listen to your favorite podcast. Leave a rating. And you want to keep coming back every day because we have new episodes being released seven days a week. And we're giving out fatties. 